In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. And my name is Tony Grebmeyer. And today we are connecting with Aaron File. Now, during a three-year battle with physical pain and depression, Aaron discovered the magic formula to getting out of one's own way. I'm like excited because I find at times I'm even in my way. And now I'm going to learn from an expert who's going to help me even do something about it. So she founded her company, MindFix, to work with people to completely eliminate the mental roadblocks, holding them back from achieving what they know they know they are capable of. Aaron's work and words on instincts and human behavior have been featured in books, magazines, webinars, newspapers, events, podcasts like Be Fulfilled. So please welcome to the show, Aaron File. Hello. Hey, welcome. I am super, super excited. Look, technology, life, everything gets thrown in our way. And sometimes we have to figure out how to overcome things to get here. And I just want to say we've had some uh, podcast hiccups, but I know that we're here now to record an amazing show and give the audience something that they can use right now in their life, no matter where they're at. Before we get into all the fun stuff you're going to bring, I'm going to ask one question, one question only, and it starts the show. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is, it's from Kathy Colby, and it's uh, the freedom to be yourself. (laughs) How simple, right? Like, like so crazy. It's not some profound thing. It's just like, basically how to be yourself. And I, and I, I will tell you, it's, I find that also very complex very hard at times to be myself. So thank you very much. Where are you from a little bit? Tell us a little bit about your backstory. Sure. I'm actually from the Bay Area. I was born and raised in the Bay Area. I got my undergraduate degree in psychology up in Washington. I ended up getting a a master's degree in digital media. And for 16 years, I ran a web agency. And it was during that time that I went through a really difficult period in my life where things just started to seem off. And I noticed I was engaging in all sorts of self-sabotage. And then suddenly I had chronic pain. And it was like everything that I kept trying to do and push through, things kept getting more and more difficult. And it was, interestingly enough, this low point in my life that led me out of the agency world and into uh, the company that I have now, MindFix. Well, from a Bay Area person to another Bay Area person, excited to be here. I'm this little town called Santa Cruz is where you would find me on the map. So look, I want to talk about the agency stuff, but I want to move past it because I really want to talk really about what you went through because I think it's important for people to understand that anybody listening today may be feeling at, at times that they're battling something. Know that there's warriors and champions out there to help lift you up, inspire you and to motivate you. But at the end of it, What's the thing that really turned it around for you? What was the moment or just kind of you felt like it was maybe the end and you just couldn't do it or whatever? What was that one thing that really sparked change for you? 
There was a moment in time when I was at my absolute lowest point and I was sitting in an office with a therapist mm -hmm. and I was explaining that all of these things that were going, you know, all these things are going wrong in my life and this is happening with the agency and this is happening with my pain and this is happening with my finances and this is happening with my relationships. And she, she sat quietly and she looked at me and she said, you know, none of this has anything to do with what's going on around you. It's all about how you're filtering your events and how you see life. She said everything that's going on, and you know, she tapped at her head is, it's all up here. And if you can get control and change what's going on up here, you can change everything around. And that was the point when I, I, I realized that, you know what, there is hope. If I can get control and, and understand how to change what's going on in my mind, it doesn't matter what's going on around me. And that is the point. That is the defining point where everything started to, to change for me. So what are some things that happened after that conversation that you saw that, you know, the hardest thing for anybody to do is start. They don't sometimes even know where to begin. So you, you leave the office, you're now maybe having some internal conversations with you. What are some small things that you did to begin the shift as Wayne Dyer calls it, the shift to change, you know? Yeah. I actually started a, a year plus period of rampant learning and, and studying. You know, I had an initial background in psychology. It's something I'd always studied loosely in, in my spare time, but I really wanted to dive in and better understand how I could change the thoughts and the beliefs that were determining the direction of my life and determining my emotions and determining my behaviors. Mm -hmm. So I started to dive in to figure out how can I go about actually changing those things instead of what I'd experienced throughout my whole life, which lots of band-aids, right? I'd gone to therapy before I'd read plenty of self-development books and everything seemed like a band-aid that would help for a little bit here and there. I really wanted to go deep and figure out, can I actually understand the root cause of why I'm feeling this way, why I'm thinking this way, so that I can change my behaviors and ultimately what's going on around me in my life. I love that. Yeah. I, I like to say if I can change my thoughts, I can then change my behaviors because really the, the stuff that I'm experiencing, you know, for me, I, my childhood is my childhood, but I have made it so much more than it really was. And, and we take a lot of that. I also call that life's dumpster. I've been pushing around all these stories that I've been telling myself. What an empowering moment for you um, to leave, to really get into it. Well, I'm going to go learn, right? Because most people would probably want to say, I'm going to edit. I'm going to start removing this from my life. I'm going to start. I didn't hear that. I heard, no, actually, I'm going to adapt. And you know, I love that. I mean, we didn't know anybody from anyone. Just saw each other online. I commented on a post and I said, hey, I'd love to have you on my show. What a great testament to your work is I would love to continuously grow. Like in what a human you are right now set on fire is that you're figuring out, I think life, I'm figuring it out too on the go. I'm learning every single day is, all right, what's the windshield wiper going to clean off today? And, you know, did I put windshield wiper fluid in there to even have the empowerment to actually help myself? So I love what we're talking about. But the thing that I want to know is, so you, you go and learn, you figure this out. Did a year and a half after that, did, did MindFix, did this company get born from that? Yes, it actually did. As I started to figure things out for myself and apply what I was learning to my own life, 
a lot of my friends, colleagues, fellow entrepreneurs took notice. And I would, you know, we'd sit, we'd catch up, I'd tell them my story and they'd go, oh my, hey, hey, could you help me with this? So, you know, I started helping out friends over here and then, you know, a fellow entrepreneur over there. And then, you know, a business owner would be recommended by a friend. And I just started doing it on the side as a hobby as I was still running my agency. And I was getting so much fulfillment out of it. Like I was actually waking up and every morning I was looking forward to doing that work instead of continuing to build this agency that I'd run for over a decade and a half. And I found myself just getting more and more and more enthralled with the work because it was so effective and so consistent and so life-changing. And I, you know, I, we built websites and we built web strategies and we would get, you know, hey, thanks great job. You know, we made a bit more revenue. It wasn't very fulfilling. It was, yeah, it it honestly wasn't. And then over here, I'm helping people and I'm getting messages like, you've changed my life around. You know, I'm no longer getting a divorce. I no longer see the world negatively and everything has changed for me. And it just like, like my, it it just Mm. made me like feel like I was on fire for one of the first times in my life. Jim Rohn says, you know, work on your part-time thing until it becomes your full-time thing. I love hearing that, especially, you know, with the mindset you have and the shift that you went through. You know, you had this full-time deal, the agency and everything. And the thing that you loved most and helped make you come alive was the thing that you were just sharing with your friends. And that is a purposeful, passion-filled business. When what you love to do doesn't feel like work, it feels like play. And you're just having fun with the people and they're lighting up and they're leaving you those messages. And you're like, I get paid to do this. This is what's crazy. So you took all of kind of those successes and you turned it into a company. How did the name come up? Um, There was a couple weeks of deliberation and exploring and back and forth and back and forth and, and debating and internal debate. And out of just the 50 or so names, I just kept coming back to this one. I I really enjoy working with entrepreneurial types and high performers and high achievers. And one of the characteristics that we often have is a desire to fix, a desire for things that are fast. So some people challenged me and said, you know, you can't, if you use the word fix in your business name, it's going to, people are going to think, oh, you know, I need to be broken in order to work with you. And people are going to think that once something's fixed, it never needs to be addressed again. And yet what we're doing really is coming in and fixing small patterns and broken pieces so that they don't have to be fixed again. It really is a, a long-term solution. So it felt right. Yeah. So if you're listening today, you're like, MindFix, how do I learn more? I'm like, mindfixgroup.com. And you can learn all about what Aaron's up to and I think it's perfect though, the name that goes with kind of your three-year battle, you know, with physical pain and depression and then how having that really important conversation and, you know, you're projecting all these things going on and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think that was the beginning of getting your mind fixed, right? Of really seeing, wow, someone helped me because we all have blind spots. Yes. I can't see my blind spots, but Aaron, you know what? You can call me or be sitting next to me and you're like, Tony, you do this every single day. That's not serving you. I'm just telling you from over here. If you would find a way to do it differently, I bet you would get a different result. I want to say thank you for sharing because it's a highlight that a lot of people forget, you know, is it's good to go seek therapy, counsel. It's good to go get help because sometimes our own kind of existence, everything looks great. We're very happy or very distraught and someone can in a couple minutes help you to see 
it's like they removed all of the trees in the forest and you're like, I now know which direction I'm supposed to head. Thank you so much. It's like that crane of life came down, picked you up and said, Aaron, you're only three steps away from where you need to be. And you're like, I'm going to do that. And I love that. Most people wouldn't say with a master's and everything, I'm going to go learn more. I'm going to go, I'm going to go work harder. I'm going to go do this. People want a softer, easier way. They, they could have in so many ways just quit and gone in a totally different direction. And what you did is, is you changed your life just like the messages you get from your clients is like, thank you for helping to change my life. Well, you have been helping to change mine and our audience today to really understand how we have to shift our focus. We have to change our beliefs. We have to make little micro adjustments. But I want to come back from our break and talk a little bit more about how do you do it so it's not something that has to constantly being fixed. It's like you, you found there's a gap and you, I think you, you took two sides and you smashed them together. It's like you just filled up the Grand Canyon and I want to go a little deeper when we come back. So stick around. We are talking today to Aaron File. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. This is another episode of Be Fulfilled, the real stories behind success. And we're going to get more into MindFix. You can learn more at mindfixgroup.com. So stick around. We're going to take a quick break. And since Tony's taking one, Let's take one together. Let's take a deep breath. Wherever you are, feel those ribs expand, that chest lifts towards your chin. Let's do it now. That feels good, right? That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it. But you're focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show. All right. We are back on the Be Fulfilled podcast. I just got done drinking my Pellegrino and I feel the bubbles in my stomach and thought for a moment, were they the bubbles or was it what Erin was talking about before we went to break and how she fixed it? She didn't just like sand it down and put some putty in it and just, you know, it's still there, but the hole's still there. No, she's going to talk about now how we can actually fix some of these things. These are these limiting beliefs and obstacles and things that have been causing us frustration and pain and discomfort and how we can actually do something about it versus just putting more band-aids on it because the gusher is still there. It's going to explode. So we want to fix it. We don't want to just solve it for a short period of time. We want to resolve it for a lifetime. So let's today jump right back in with our special guest, Aaron Files. So thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. All right. So Help uh, fill in the Grand Canyon. That, that was a big bomb you dropped right before break. And I was like, all right, I want to I ask this. So sure. how do we do this? What, what are some like things that anybody listening right now could at least start to investigate this type of work? Sure. So I'll share kind of this gold nugget question that I, that I have that anybody can ask themselves to start getting some insight into what's actually going on in the areas in their life where they're stuck or where they're trying to change and they can't seem to change. In order to do that, I need to explain why the typical way that we try to change and why it doesn't work, okay? So most people, when they get stuck, they try to change their behaviors. They try to change their habits. They try to, you know, they'll read a book about, okay, this is how I don't procrastinate. I'll, I'll use the Pomodoro technique. I'll set the timers and I'll change my behaviors. But like you alluded to earlier, as we were talking, we behave in specific ways and we behave based on what we think. Mm. Based on the thoughts, the thoughts that are going on in our head 
determine the emotions that we feel. So if we're having thoughts of, I don't really want to do this work, which cause emotions of anxiety and fear and you know a sense of not having ease, then the behavior is going to be, we're going to avoid the work. We're going to procrastinate. And if we try to force the behavior and not procrastinate, we're going to feel resistance. We're going to feel uncomfortable. And we're trying to push against the thoughts that we have and the emotions that we're feeling. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay, cool. So if everything is starting with the thoughts that we have, it would make sense that, well, okay, I'm going to try and change my thoughts. And that's where people get stuck. They try to have, you know, they try to write, down statements that they'll repeat to themselves. They'll try to meditate to clear their thoughts temporarily. They'll try to rewrite the thoughts that do show up in their head repeatedly. But what so many people miss is we don't have random thoughts. The thoughts in your head and the thoughts in my head are there for very specific reasons, and they're different for specific reasons. The reasons why we have the thoughts that we do it's because of what we believe to be true. Mm. Everything stems with our beliefs. It stems from what we believe to be true about ourselves, about others, about our performance, about the world. So if you and I are walking down the street and we see a, a little puppy dog and you have the belief that dogs are dangerous and I do not, right? We're going to have different thoughts. You're going to be like, oh, oh, go. oh boy, I'm in danger. You're going to have emotions of anxiety and fear in your behavior. You might run away. If I don't have that belief, those thoughts aren't going to be in my head. I'm not going to feel those emotions. I'm going to have totally different behavior. So everything comes back to what we believe to be true, our thoughts, our emotions, and our behavior. So when you can shine a flashlight on what you actually believe, that's causing the thoughts to show up over and over, that gives you insight into the root reason why you're getting stuck in certain behaviors or why you're having certain emotions all the time. So when the question that anybody, anytime, anywhere can ask themselves to get immediate insight into why they're uh, engaging in behaviors that don't serve them or why they're avoiding behaviors that they know would help them is this. It's, what would I have to believe to be true in order to keep acting this way? That is a question that gets people to start thinking about what they actually believe and what's at the root of their behaviors and their emotions. So let's say someone comes to work with us and they share that, you know, I have this issue with perfectionism and I, I obsess, I, you know, I, I spend three hours on my Facebook posts and I read my emails 20 times before I send them out and I'm terrified that a client's going to see a typo and something, and it's just, you know, it's debilitating. If, you, if that person asks, what would I have to believe to be true in order to keep acting this way, they might find that they have a belief along the lines of what makes me valuable and worthy is being perfect. You know, and you can find these beliefs that once you figure them out, it aligns with the thoughts that keep showing up in your head and the emotions that you feel and the behaviors that you engage in. So the work that we do is uncovering what those beliefs are that are keeping people stuck and engaged in you know, emotions or behaviors that don't serve them. And we actually eliminate them. So just like you can eliminate the belief in Santa Claus with a child, you can actually eliminate beliefs that are causing the problems and the loops in your life. 
that's where the power comes from. So you can go to therapy, you can talk with friends, mm -hmm. and you can talk all this out. And it's, it's a great insight and it's interesting. And you go, yeah, I was thinking that. But to actually change, you need to figure out what you believe and then you need to eliminate those beliefs. Then your thoughts change, then your emotions change, then your behaviors change. Everything down the line changes with ease, without practice, without effort. I love that. And uh, you know, Aaron, I just wanna keep reiterating anybody listening today, wherever you're at, if you're driving, it's all in the show notes, but if you're somewhere near a computer, bookmark this URL, go learn more at mindfixgroup.com. And, 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 and I'm saying it not to, ooh, I'm just promoting, it's I'm a believer and you can sit down and have a conversation with another human being. And it's kind of like, I feel like one of your friends that you were just sharing with like, Hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And you're like, well, let me give you some suggestions and some things to think about. Next thing I know I'm leaving the therapy office. I feel much better, lighter. I feel more alive and I'm excited. And I, I want to say thank you um, for sharing. What's one of the, the difficult things you have to, to work on daily and just in your life in general, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing a curveball but I'm on the mound pitching and you're up to bat. What's something that daily you have to work on to help you stay focused? Whew. What a question. Um, so what I have to work at each day, surprisingly enough, is actually eating. So I have done all of this work and all of this uh, personal development and inner work on myself, and yet I have a tremendous number of bizarre uh, food sensitivities and all sorts of reactions that happen. And it happens to be, a lot of them happen to be related to tasty treats and sugar and <laughs> pretty much anything super delicious. And I will go for periods of time and I'll just be so fantastic and I'll go, you know what? You know, a couple cookies, like I'll, I'm gonna celebrate, it's not that bad. And yet I have such strong reactions that a small bit of eating against my, how I'm supposed to eat turns me into an absolute train wreck for 24 to 48 hours. I will actually, no matter, I'll get anxiety, I'll get depression, I'll get fearful, I'll have a hard time showing up for people, and then it clears out of my system, and then I'm back to, to being me. All so, right, so I got a question, because I'm right on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Because I'm, see, I can't have one French fry. I have to have the whole you know, the whole small, medium, and large container. I can't have one Oreo cookie. I got to eat all the rows. Like I, I, I have this issue and I call it, I love food. See, seafood is what some people call it, but I like food. So my question is, is if you know this happens, why do you do the torturous stuff to yourself? Like, do you feel like that, hey, you're cured, you can have it? <laughs> or Because I, I want to know because I think it's yeah. fascinating because entrepreneurs, I'm either all in or all out. I have yeah. no in-between. I have no dimmer switch. I am literally 100%, let's go for it or I'm never doing it. I think it's because I'll go for these extended periods of time where I'm like, everything is so good and I've got everything so under control and my mind is so good. And because in the past, there have been sporadic instances where I would eat something and I didn't really have a strong reaction. Mm. So you put together a like, well, it wasn't 100% of the time in the past, plus I've been good for so long, plus, you know, it's just a cookie. How much can a cookie really do to me? And a you get this bizarre amnesia. <laughs> What's yeah. that? 
I said a cookie like one is fine, but it's its friends. They come along for the adventure too. And then I'm like a count from, you know, Sesame Street. Count one cookie, count two cookies, count three cookies. Ah, ah, ah. Like that's me. Like I'm, I don't have that little, uh, I can put one down. Well, you know what, Aaron? I just want to say thank you for just being an amazing guest. I'm excited to get to know you, build a relationship. But I want to tell you, this is where... It's either going to be made or we're going to break it. This is called the fulfillment round. My questions are not necessarily absurd. They are questions that I don't know, but I want to learn about you. And anybody who knows you who may not know these things about you are going to now have some insights. So I'm ready. If you're ready, just say, I am ready. I am ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicus. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? All right. What are you currently listening to or reading right now in your life? I'm actually listening to a lot of Brain FM. Brain FM is this online service and you can choose either relaxation or focus modes and you can choose different variations and it's all beats and music that have been scientifically proven to increase focus. So when I'm working, I'll put it on and I'll have, oh my God, 45 minutes just went by and I didn't, didn't even blink. Mm, tomorrow I'm doing neurofeedback mapping. So I'm trying that for the very first time tomorrow. So I'm excited. So what you're talking about is see, we're, we're in alignment with each other. All right a piece of advice or a statement that has served you, that really has helped you to get to where you're at today? Change can happen and change can happen fast if you, unco- if you identify and uncover that root issue. All right, I like it. A morning routine that you have. And I ask the question and people go, well, what about the evening? And I'm like, fine, flip it, make it an evening routine. What's something that you kind of find yourself doing every single day that makes you super helpful? So in the evenings, I actually engage in a mobility routine. I'm improving my flexibility and my range of motion and my end range strength. And I have this coach over in Germany that gives me this program. And it's actually been decreasing my pain over the past couple of years as I increase strength and increase how I can move. So that's an important part of my evenings as I begin to wind down. And then I'll typically meditate for about 20 minutes. And then I'll usually maybe read for maybe 10 minutes. And that's kind of my evening routine to wind down. Would you find yourself a product of the 80s or 90s when it comes to music? Or you could say 70s or 60s. I'd just love to know. 90s. All right. Uh, Favorite group or singer or band uh, that you loved in the 90s? Just one. Just one. Just one. Um, Macarena. Like what, you know, give me somebody that you identified with, you know? Oh, I, I, was a, I was a big Nine Inch Nails fan. All right, there you go. All right, last two questions. You're doing great. Favorite dessert? Peanut butter chocolate cheesecake. Wow, where do you even get that? I don't know. I've had it at a few restaurants in my life. <laughs> and they were highlights. All right, you invited my wife and I over for dinner. And you were like, oh my gosh, they're going to be here in an hour. What would be your go-to dinner you would cook? Okay, so I don't cook ever, period, end of story. So I would be I wrote, I bet you she doesn't cook. 
<laughs> I would be calling up the local sushi place and um, grabbing an amazing, beautiful to-go order. And then you would put it all together and you're like, yeah, I worked hard in the kitchen for the last five hours. My, my buddy, he's a Japanese cook. He just left. We were making sushi <laughs> in the kitchen. I see your stuff. I got it. Well, you have made it through the fulfillment round and I want to say thank you. It's been an absolute honor. I'm excited for our audience to learn more about you at mindfixgroup.com. And if they're not there, where else can people find you online? I am fairly active over on Facebook. Uh, I'm the only Aaron file there. And I happen to be the only Aaron file on LinkedIn and uh, communicate and connect with a lot of people on both platforms. Well, thank you for being a guest. I'm excited for where this goes. Appreciate you. Her name is Aaron file. Like you can find her on Facebook. You can find her on LinkedIn. You can learn more at mindfixgroup.com. I'll have all the show notes available at tonygrubmeyer.com. You'll see Aaron there. You click her name, you'll see the show notes. And, and go over there and serve her community and learn more about what she's doing. I, I love people who are out there to better the world and to help people. You know, I love from the physical pain and depression and helping people to find the magic formula to getting out of one's own way. So thank you again. That's Aaron. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. And until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. <laughs>